Welcome to Spirituality, the podcast that deals through love, light, and laughter. I'm Brandon. And I'm India. Brandon and I have had such a divine journey back to one another. We started out, as all of us do, as kids with big dreams and lots of love to offer. But we quickly allowed the realities of this world to separate us from ourselves and one another. From acting together in our third grade showcase. Where you were the literal big cheese. Yes, I was. (laughs) To traveling the globe, sharing our art, and working with children. As our paths took us on separate journeys, we have learned, aligned, and flowed right back to each other. And now we know we are vessels of love and light. Finally feeling free to love openly and pursue the deepest desires of our hearts without reservation. We want to share that message with the whole wide world. Mm. So after 25 years, let's get back to loving one another the way we did when we were kids. What do you say, Bestie? I say let's do it. Well, right. this is episode number two. Are you episode ready to go? Two. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Mm. So I wrote. I definitely wrote myself some notes before. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure you open right. And I was supposed to be like breathing and meditating while that happened, and I mm. definitely wasn't. <laughs> um, but it's like super important that we just set our intentions. It's like. A reminder to us and everybody who's listening or watching why we do this, mm-hmm. what this is about for us. And I just always want to remind myself to, you know, what little bit of ego I might have left, honey, <laughs> to, to minimize her and just really maximize love and peace and joy in all things good. And it's like, you know, our ego might try to creep in every once in a while, so... Uh-huh. You know, get those things on up out of here. So I'm excited for today's show. Yes, I am so excited. I've been waiting all week to talk to you. <laughs> yes, I know. Like, I know. It's like, shoot, we get to talk. Yes, it's all about setting those intentions. And thank you for watching and joining in. Yes, um, thank you. Welcome. Yesterday, I know we were supposed to have the show yesterday. We decided to move it from Saturdays to Sundays because, honey, we had to follow our bliss. We don't just talk it. We live it. You know, like, we live it. And yesterday, the sun was shining, and I had the opportunity to just enjoy some time in the sun and do things that I love with some people or person and whoever I love, including me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, we're in the Midwest. I have to take a sunny day when I can get it, honey. Look, because you know today, winter's not officially it over. Grossness. <laughs> so yeah, so thank you for that, Brandon. You can go ahead and usher us into the first topic. Yes, absolutely. All right, so um, this this light lesson uh, is coming to you today uh, with the with the gaze of magic, with the gaze of light, and I kind of wanted to open. Um, I wanted to open by showing three words. Uh, and if you can put those up, India. Uh, can you do it during the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're oh, Okay, cool. So we have radiation. Uh, radiation, radiate, it's a Latin word. It comes from the word uh, radiatus. And it means shine, to beam. It means like rays, rays of light, beams of light. Uh, photon, photon is a Greek word from um, false, meaning light. And then the word energy, I also looked at that and it was a Greek word 
that uh, coming from the word energos, which means active. So active light is energy. Energy is just active light. Okay. So we're going to break down um, several things. Okay. We're going to break down what light is, how we actually see light. Um, light being visible energy on the electromagnetic spectrum. Okay. We're going to get real sciencey today to help us understand um, some of these things that we kind of inherently know. Um, so we're going to break down the electromagnetic spectrum. Uh, we're going to learn how we are light. And then also how other things are light, everything really. Water is light. Uh, everything has light codes. And we're going to go into that. So I'm very excited. Okay, Ooh, first, let's Yeah. Oh, come on, get your pen ready. Uh, so first, uh, let's talk about light. Okay, light as we see it is visible energy, uh, visible light, colors of the rainbow. Uh, this is a small range within the entire electromagnetic spectrum. Okay, so I'll get into what the electromagnetic spectrum is in a second. Okay, let's first how we see light. Okay, um, light itself is made of photons. Uh, these are bundles of the electromagnetic field that carry energy. And again, I'll get into what the electromagnetic field is in a second. Okay, so uh, these bundles of light, uh, these bundles of energy called photons, uh, they basically get absorbed by things and they reflect on things. So depending on however much uh, light is being absorbed and reflected, we see that uh, in colors, okay? The, the way our eyes are shaped in these cone shapes behind our irises that lead in light, and they send uh, signals through the nervous system up to the brain, which tells us by, you know, from what we have memorized, which color it is, okay? So like colors like red have longer, longer frequencies of light, and then shorter colors like, um, or I guess, blues and purples would have shorter frequencies of light, okay? And so that's what we're picking up when we see color, which again is just visible energy, okay? All right, now let's talk about um, the electromagnetic spectrum, okay? So we have two words in there, electro, electricity, okay? Mag magnetic, magnet, okay? So in the universe, it's kind of like, for my research, it's kind of like a grid almost. If you can close your eyes and imagine like a 3D grid, that always kind of takes me back to, remember when the Simpsons used to do like those 3D, like, I don't know, like um, Homer would op uh, yes. open his eyes, wake up in like the desert or something like that, like it was some psychedelic trip trip or something like that. You never remember those episodes? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of like that. Okay. You have like a grid, maybe horizontally is electricity flowing and then uh, vertically is uh, magnetism flowing. And so when they cross, you get this field. Okay. So this is the electromagnetic field that we're in um, from long radio waves that people can sometimes even hear. Uh, they can hear like high-pitched buzzing or fuzzes. Uh, some people can hear them um, to much higher vibrating uh, gamma rays on this electromagnetic spell. Those are the two ends of it. So I kind of wanted to go into um, like kind of each uh, category of the electromagnetic field so you guys can kind of just get a picture of what I'm talking about. Um, so we have and surprisingly, there are seven categories, which I found interesting because I'm like, hmm, there's seven chakras. I wonder if there's some kind of reflection there. Uh, I'm sure there is. And, uh, you know, future shows can go, uh, dive into that more. Absolutely. All right. So we have radio. We have radio waves. These are waves that we use to, you know, listen to music 
on the air, um, literally on the air. Um, microwaves, we use microwaves and you know, you may have a microwave at home that heats up your food, okay? Infrared, this is a category where uh, when we have those special goggles, we can pick up uh, heat sensors, uh, heat signatures. And this is actually the category that the human body resonates in. Uh, we have infrared radiation. We emit infrared radiation, light energy, uh, waves. That's the wavelength that we fall in from our heat that you see when you use those special goggles. Okay. Um, visible light. That's the next spectrum. Um, that's the next part up. And this is the one that our eyes can detect. Uh, fireflies, light bulbs, they also use visible light uh, to, that's the light that they emit, the frequency of light energy that they emit. Okay. Ultraviolet is the one up from that. Um, these this is why you may use in tanning beds you know, to get a tan, the ultraviolet rays from, rays from the sun, they tan our skin. Um, you'll kind of notice as the frequencies get higher, what happens is the wavelengths are shorter. So the vibration, that is the vibration that it's at, okay? Short wavelengths. These photons can pierce through material um, instead of bouncing off of it, they get more. This is how like the next one up is x-ray. Okay, so we use x-ray waves to snap a picture of, let's say your teeth at the dentist or uh, a, uh, an x-ray of your chest. Uh, if you're getting an x-ray or a broken bone, it, okay, the light goes all the way through your flesh and, and just leaves the bone for us to see, okay? And then gamma rays, doctors use gamma rays to see inside your body as well. And then this is also uh, gamma rays are what the universe actually produces. And this is the highest vibrating uh, wave of light that is out there. Okay. So there's a little, I don't know if you've never heard of these things. This is just a little tidbit. This is very much uh, electromagnet, electromagnetic spectrum 101. Okay. These little categories. Um, so from long radio, radio waves that people can perceive uh, to the you know, vibrating gamma rays, everything flows as energy in between these, okay? And vibrations, again, it just relates to the frequency of those waves. Um, consciousness also flows along on this frequency as well, okay? So with that said, we know that everything is energy just vibrating at different frequencies, okay? And then... Um, this is how your body is made of light. So when we say you are literally made of light, it's because of the energy that the body radiates, okay? Latin root of radiate means shine, okay? The, uh, the energy that you shine, your vibration is in this infrared spectrum, this thermal heat spectrum that we can't see with our eyes. We can maybe feel, you can feel someone's body heat. Um, but this is the level of uh, the photons that we emit, okay, in the form of heat. Infrared radiation is this category on the electromagnetic uh, scale that we fall in, uh, given the frequency of wavelengths of light that our body emits, okay? Just saying that like several times. Um, <laughs> this, uh, and then oh, another thing I find it interesting is, just so you guys get an idea, this frequency of light, it vibrates at a lower frequency than visible light, like a thousand times lower. So you're just literally light in a very dense form, okay? There's different light frequencies and then all the matter that's here on earth, the light trying to penetrate it and getting reflected off, it's just a very dense form uh, that your body is. So you're literally made of light. Um, so yeah, 
Any questions, India? <laughs> That's just no, I know that was a lot to take in. And I was right. like, I was thinking, I really hope they listen to this multiple times because this is the foundation that you are setting right now will mm -hmm. really help people accept and understand what we mean when we say vibrating high or low vibrating or things like that or letting our light shine because these are phrases that we've used for the longest and we talk about how the energy is bad or the energy is low or the energy we know these things and we can sense it and we can feel it but then when it's time to actually address it and treat it like it's something real people want to make you seem like you're like some hippie woo woo creeper right. you know what i mean like it's still right, science right. it's the same one this is science and then two we can feel it this is something that all of us know is happening so let's stop pretending that it's not let's name it so that we can know how to control it right right it's definitely the foundation and so with this foundation of understanding that you are just a certain frequency of light a certain frequency then you can uh with science it's literally that's literally science that i researched uh, you can swoop back around with that understanding and you can see the world for what it is and that's what i'm going to kind of talk about next how the earth is magical okay this episode is light and magic um, the earth is magic you are magic uh, your body is like this this rolling expression from the earth, birth after birth after birth after birth. I recently, I was kind of just sitting and I was like, okay, if I'm the earth, all the beings on me are these little hairs, these little moles, these little, um, these little marks, scars, prints, okay? All of this are the expressions of my body. You are that to the earth. Literally, your body is that. Just born again, born again, born again. We know how that works. We know how babies work are made okay um so you are magical and then science science explains the magic it helps us understand how how things work science is amazing but understanding is definitely of the mind but knowing is of the spirit and absolutely then, say that one more time yes understanding when you understand something it's of the mind science helps us understand but knowing is of the spirit and that's what I kind of want to switch to swoop back around to, um, to from science back into knowing. Okay, for example, there's a couple examples here. Um, with science, we can understand that you know clouds are essentially uh, water molecules that have been heated up. Okay, I'm I'm teaching science right now, so this is real actual factual information. Okay, but the molecules the molecules heat up H2O heats up. Okay, uh, the more energy, the more photons, the more heat, uh, these molecules spread out, they wiggle out, okay, and then they turn into gas and they rise up. This is evaporation. They rise up to the clouds, okay? The clouds are, you know, it's cooler up in uh, the higher you get, so they start to come back together. That's what we see as, as clouds. There's other stuff in there too, but, uh, and then when cool air swoops in, it reverses back down into the liquid and rains down back onto the earth. Okay, so we know that given how we know how molecules expand into different states of matter. And if any of my students are watching right now, extra points if you know the three uh, three states of matter because we studied those last quarter. Um, some of, I told you, India, some of my students were like, you should start a podcast. And then literally over spring break, 
we started a podcast. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the kids, follow the kids. Listen to the kids. Oh my gosh. Um, and then so when I actually got back to school, they were like, I was asking them like, you know, before the break, I was asking them, you know, please do something uh, for your own spirit that nourishes your soul. And I made them tell me what they're going to do. And then when we got back, I asked them, what are you guys going to what do? What did you guys do? A lot of them said sleep, and I was just like, okay, you guys are just growing. Like, you probably right. need sleep. You need it. You're, you're yeah. growing. But then they asked me, what did I do? And I was like, actually, I started a podcast like you guys suggested. And then they were asking for it, of course. So some of them might be watching. If you are, hey. Um, thanks for watching. I'm not even paying attention to the um, the the engagements, are you? Yeah, I can okay. see it. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so water molecules expand. That that's how they go to different states. Okay, so but we can understand all that with science. But then we want to wrap 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 back around to know that it's actually rivers, lakes, oceans that are floating above our heads, just in a different state of matter. Okay, it's the same water, just up there. Um, it's much more poetic and, and wonderful and magical when we experience the world as, you know, instead of just clouds, as these sky oceans that have ascended over our heads to be looped through the earth, to filter the earth. You know, this element water, what it really is, water cleanses, it renews the energies of the earth and all of its beings. Um, takes with it, you know, minerals to be distributed and the impurities takes with them to balance them out. Um, with this, with water flows all the riches and suffering of the earth since the beginning of time. It's recycled throughout history, just changing form, um, propping up every being. You know, when you look at a tree, look at the leaves, uh, they're being held up by water. Water is mm -hmm. literally holding them up. When you don't feed a plant water for a while, you can see it starts to droop. It's because it doesn't have water to hold itself up. You are made of water. You know, we're like 70% made of water. Our brain is 74% uh, made of water. The earth is, I believe, around 70 as, as well. It's just reflection, reflection, reflection. Um, and it's just beautiful in that way. Um, and I have to pause you right here because this yeah. emphasis on water I, when I was trying to explain it to someone, I saw someone just say like Zodiac mumbo jumbo. And I used to be that person too, where I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is some mumbo jumbo. But then I remember thinking, I am predominantly water and I am obsessed with the ocean. I'm, I'm from Kentucky, have lived in Indianapolis the majority of my life. So I never grew up by the ocean, but I have this obsession with big water. And being, you know, when you're out there and you know about high tide, you know this, cause you know, you know, the time of high tide and, and even how the, the moon period, the phase of the moon or the strength of the pull of the moon has such an impact on the waves, on the tide. Then mm -hmm. how can we not accept that the position of the moon also would impact us because we are predominantly water. The earth is predominantly water so if we can see with our eyes that the moon is impacting the way that water moves on this earth how can we not accept that the same gravitational pull has impact on us right that other celestial bodies uh have an energy effect on us you know and that's what it is 
Come on. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I had to pause because, yes, Samantha, I had to. I'm representing. Enjoy the journey. Um, yes, love her league. Check her out. All right, keep love going. it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, and then also um, the other point about water is there's no new water on Earth. I was looking up, I couldn't believe it, but they were like, there's no new water on Earth. All the, whatever water came from, some comet hitting the Earth long ago and starting the whole water cycle, there's no new water on Earth. There's some that we haven't, oceans we haven't explored. There's uh, fresh water underground, deep underground that maybe we can't locate or I don't know, but there's no new water on Earth. This is all we got. So This is all that, we got and this, this got. and it carries so much memory. You know, I mean, it's just exactly. so poetic that mm -hmm. all the water we drink, the water we swim in, bathe in, cry, all of it, it carries the memories of the entire universe. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like, it's literally... This water that you drink has been through your ancestors and their ancestors and their ancestors and all the animals they took care of. You know what I mean? Like it is, it's that deep. It's all, water connects us all. We all are water. Our brains are water. We use water to perceive the world and to, you know what I mean? Like. Yes, and that's why you know I love me a bath, you know, for that reason. <laughs> and the, the level of wisdom that comes to me when I am in that state. I'm like, I get it why Reverend ended every episode tweeting from the bathtub. Mm -hmm. But you know, when I get in that bathtub and I can be in there for hours and there's such wisdom that pours from me. And I think at this point, people probably know when I'm in my bathroom because the wisdom just pours. It's not of me. It isn't, it's not coming from me. Mm -hmm. That is me like communing and just being open with like, give me whatever. Give me whatever lessons that you have learned yeah. and like purify me. I was telling Samantha who's on now, like, I think I baptized myself, you know, like at this point it is like a, this baptism that happens in there. It's like, remove me of all of that that is not pure and love and light and just like fill me up with yeah. love and wisdom. Oh, sorry. Keep so going. speaking of cleansing and, and on all that, oh my gosh, like, I went to the beach the other day and um, I just float in the ocean. My thing is I love to float in the ocean, close my eyes. You have to kind of take a deep breath. So you, you know, your body floats and then just kind of feel how the wave kind of just washes me. And I just kind of become a part of that. And I, like you said, I literally feel baptized after like cleansed, like energetically. And I just let my mind go, let my body go, and literally just feel like a floating log, like on the tide. And it's it's such a cool experience. Um, yes. Can you see this comment of Samantha's? Because like, oh yeah, when we can pull out these verses that are you know like of a historical text, right? Whether mm -hmm. you want to subscribe to the rules and the religions that come with it, this is a historical text that provides actually lots of wisdom. Mm -hmm. um, and she said, then God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heavens to, design, to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years and let them be for light, light in the firmament of the heavens to give light on earth. And it was so. So the emphasis goes from the beginning. You know what I mean? Like this is Genesis chapter one. It was all about light then. And it's all about light now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, thank you for that. Um, and so, okay, so back to water. All right, so uh, water is also light. Um, and I couldn't believe that either. Water is actually made 
uh, mostly of photons, which again, photons are these bundles of the electromagnetic field that carry energy, that give other things energy when they're absorbed, okay? So these molecules that we understand with science, these molecules, uh, they actually are light codes, okay? The elements, all the elements, you know, the element, um, the periodic table chart with all the elements that everything in the universe is made of, okay? These photons, they interact with the electrons. So every element has protons, electrons, positive charges, negative charges, and they're different based on how many of those that they have, okay? And these photons interact with those elements and basically encode them with energy. Okay, so the elements that everything is made up of, elements come together to form molecules, molecules come together to form to form tissue. Let's talk about a human body. Tissues come together to form organs, systems, and then systems to come together to create a body. Okay, so all of it, and so zooming back all the way to elements, they're encoded with light. They're light codes. Your DNA is light codes. It's your energy expression, uh, how it's going to be manifested physically. They're literally codes. I couldn't believe that. That blew my mind. Because I've heard light codes before, but I was like, well, well what is the, what's the connection? Like, what's the truth behind that be before it's just a saying? You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it's literally because these photons of light that carry energy from the electromagnetic field, they carry that and they absorb into the electrons. That affects, you know, how that's just the code that it gives it. And then when they're absorbed and they play with those electrons, then a certain type of element, it comes from that. Water also comes from that. And then everything else is made up of those things. So um, another example how how the earth is magic. And I thought this was really beautiful as well. Okay, so the Sahara Desert is actually a dried up ancient ocean. Okay, they found fossils of fish and shells and things there. Uh, this, this desert has no water. Uh, it's all dust of, you know, crumbled fossils um, of all that ancient life. So it gets kicked up in a dust storm, carried by the winds, and then released over the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, and then when it's released down, this fertilizes plankton. And so if you don't know like the food chain, plankton are at the beginning of the food chain of the ocean. The small fish eats the plankton, bigger fish eats a small fish, shark eats that fish, and so on and so forth. Okay, so dust full of nutrients from a dissolved uh, bones of ancestor fish ascend into the sky as ghosts of ancient oceans past, okay, only to fly over and gift life back to the sea that now currently flows. It's magical how uh, a desert quenches the thirst of an ocean. Ooh, I mean, that's, that's poetic. Right? That is so poetic. It's from my brain. <laughs> oh my gosh, your brain is amazing. <laughs> you know, I said it with my brain, but it's from my spirit. That's the, this is the knowing, you know, mm -hmm. when you can come back to knowing that and you can use science to understand molecularly what it is, you know, what's happening, the cycle that's happening. But when you just see it in a poetic, magical way, then it puts you back in alignment with spirit, with all of this, that this is a creation, that this is all, you know, uh, supernatural art you know yes mm -hmm. in science like i just we have to emphasize the point that we are not anti-science you know science came after existence you know <laughs> we right. we were here first and then science 
is to explain all that would seem inexplicable. And there's only so much. So then people have this feeling of, oh, well, if it can't be explained with science or if I can't see it, then it's not real. It's like, well, science has not caught up with that yet. Or there are things that are omitted because, you know, we it would kind of give us too much power Mm -hmm. if we had actual knowing of ourselves and knowing of the capacity of our actual magic. But you can't. I usually one of those people that you can't automatically say that something isn't legitimate because you haven't seen the science to explain it. Science does not legitimize anything. Our yeah. experiences, well, our knowing is what legitimizes it. Mm-hmm. It's, it is, it is what it is. You know, everything is just everything. And here comes science along to help us digest what we're experiencing but you cannot take away from what you know to be true because you can't easily google something or open up a book to prove it to be true right Um, science just has not caught up yet with what we know to be true Mm -hmm. so the purpose of this light lesson to literally understand what light is how you are made of light how everything is encoded with light it's uh remember light is energy just the visible light that we think of is just the part of the spectrum that we can see it in with our eyes okay but the whole thing is a light spectrum and and this is energy and so everything is a form of energy and when we when we think this way and, and we know in this way, this allows us to see life through a more magical lens, a more artistic, poetic lens and not so strangled and uh, you know held back by the boundaries of what we've discovered with science so far. I mean, we've discovered so much and it helps us know so much. Again, like I'm teaching science right now. It's helped me even come to this, but I've had to come back around from the understanding of what this is uh, to back to knowing and to bring it back to the soul. Um, And really that's kind of integration, which we're gonna talk about later. So yeah, that's all I have for the light lesson. Um, If it's confusing, I I would really recommend that you guys at home listening, watching, um, look up the electromagnetic spectrum. Uh, Go on YouTube, they do really, so many YouTubers do a great job of explaining these things. Uh, but we just see it as all energy. Everything has energy just vibrating at different frequencies. And then that is how we uh, translate it with whatever we are able to perceive it with. Our eyes, our feeling, uh, sound. It's just like that. Yeah. And if you're watching, please feel free if you're watching live to comment asks you um ask any questions that we might be able to answer and if we don't have the answer now we will find it you know what i mean like we mm-hmm. we will find it um uh, thank you for watching kalani uh thank you all right so we are going to move on to here's what i heard and <laughs> Brandon's not super familiar with this song, so he won't be singing it, and <laughs> India is not going to be singing no Ariana Grande. Okay, so, <laughs> but the song this week is Just Like Magic by Ariana Grande, and I have to say that I think all of us collectively, everyone who secretly enjoys or is secretly a fan of Ariana Grande, we all heard an apology, um, because it's something I know for I have been a fan of Ariana Grande's for years. 
and I wasn't like super vocal about it the way that I'm vocal about my appreciation for Beyonce and that's because it was like made cool to hate on this lovely woman who's done nothing to anyone you know like she's she's done nothing to anyone men fall in love with her she has been oh my gosh like surrounded by tragedy some horrible things have happened to and around her and no matter what she rises above it Mm -hmm. and then we still choose to have some kind of weird vitriol for her i do not you know it's just one of those things as a woman i felt like okay no matter what i'm doing i'm trying to do i'm trying to be good to people i'm trying to do right by people and no matter what um they got something negative to say or they can't just give me my props you know what i mean and then i was like i'm doing the same thing to this woman by not being by being a secret fan and you know standing by or just allowing people to just be so hateful and negative toward her and not being a grown woman and standing up and saying, I actually really appreciate her and her music has gotten me through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so this song, Just Like Magic, her entire album positions to me, I feel like is her really just, I don't know, she's in this really cool meditative state that I feel like after you've gone through the kind of hell that she's experienced, this is where she's landed and it's just beautiful. Her album really speaks to me. Okay, so... This is a short song, and I'm not going to do all of it, just most of it, (laughs) okay? (laughs) So it starts out, wake up in my bed, I just want to have a good day, thinking in my head, then it happens how it should, A. First of all, I was going to tell you, like, the song is lit. I'm in my car, like, I'll listen to it, like, 17 times. I don't care. If that's what I need for the day, that's what I need. Doing Like, while I'm doing my makeup, while I'm driving, I don't care. Anyway, so he says, thinking in my head, then it happens as it should, A. That's her saying, like, it really does start with you deciding that you are going to have a good day. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts. It starts with you saying, I am going to be love and light today, no matter what. And this is something that I think I'm on week two of this, where I just said, like, it's going to be love for me. And I'm I'm truly going to practice unconditional love and I'm not going to let anything bring me down out of that. I'm not going to let anything have me turn my light inward or dim it or shut it down. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be love and light. So that's what I heard from her when she says, thinking in my head that it happens as it should. Hey, mm-hmm. okay. 12 o'clock, got a team meeting, then a meditation at like 1.30. Then I ride to the studio listening to some shit I wrote. Um, yes, she flexed on you. Yes, when I am driving in my car, <laughs> I am listening to the music that I wrote because it's beautiful and I'm a very talented artist. And I love that because that's what self-love is. Self-love might to other people feel like some kind of flex, but I'm not flexing on you. I'm not. This isn't for me to say I'm listening to some ish I wrote and your music is trash or you aren't like me. Um, you you can't. You could never because I listen to the music that I write. Right. That's not There's what's no happening. Comparison. Right. There's nothing. There's none of that. She's celebrating herself and she's acknowledging the work that she has put in. She's acknowledging mm-hmm. her gifts, and I absolutely can appreciate that. Um. Okay. So. Oh, and then when she says, you know. Then a meditation at 1.30. It's super important that we stay grounded. I think there's some clicking when you're talking. 
Yeah, I can hear that too. Yeah, I I don't hear it when I'm talking. Um, <laughs> to be honest, my mom sent me a text and she said there's some clicking. Yeah, um, I was hearing the clicking too, but I don't know. It sounds like somebody's typing. Yeah, but I'm not typing. I'm not either. <laughs> I don't know. Hold it on. sounds to me like a, some kind of connection, like shorting, shorting out kind of. Huh. Hmm. Okay, if it happens again, I'll take the headphones off. I think it, it's just, it still happens when you talk. Oh, it's when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah, because I was hearing it. Yeah. Let's see. Is this any better? Mm, I still hear clicking. Okay. So, y'all bear with us. We're still getting worked out. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's still doing no, it. That's oh, is it? Oh. oh. The only thing is, the I, only can thing hear is I can hear me. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like, what is it? It's like a stenographer or something. It's like living up in here. Let me try to. I can do. I don't know. Okay. I don't hear. You said, say it again. I think that's better. Oh, but now but the now clicking the is when I'm talking on your end. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get through it. We'll get through it. Um, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for some um, professional studio mics. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have no idea what that clicking is. Mm. Mute your microphone and see if it does it. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I don't hear the I don't hear the click anymore. All right. So then, yeah, what she says, um, then a meditation at like 130 is super important that we stay grounded and like grounded in all things. Like what is our whatever you consider to be your higher power, God, universe, whatever that is, it's really important for that. If you are choosing to have a good day, to stay in love and light, that you are setting those intentions for the day and then having meditation at like 1 30 i'm gonna try make sure i try that out because it's like a hard reset in the middle of the day so i can super appreciate that uh okay so now it's kind of weird because now i can't hear you like the clicking has stopped but i want to well, hear you <laughs> i can i can still hear clicking actually so it's your computer because it, it it's not clicking on my end anymore. Yeah. Bless you. Okay. So, oh man, why well, don't want? What should we do, Brandon? Hmm. Can you leave and come back in the studio, like the same studio, or will it close out? You could. Yeah. You saying me leave? Or, or me, I can leave and come back. Yeah, see if you, see if you can, is it from your, are you on your phone or are you on a computer? I'm on my phone. Well, I don't know what it is. 
Well, yeah, we can try that. Thanks, Brandon's mom. Yeah. Um, okay, let, me <laughs> so we'll, let me leave and come back and see what that does. Okay, everybody just press pause. We'll be right back. Well, guys, this won't be awkward at all, friends. Okay, I can um, keep going with the song. Again, it's Just Like Magic by Ariana Grande. So then she says, so after she says, you know, uh, listen to some, it's I wrote. Then she says, good karma, my aesthetic. Keep my conscience clear. That's why I'm so magnetic. Manifest it. I finessed it. Take my pen and write some love letters to heaven. And I know a lot of us are like we've heard about manifesting or even something like vision boards. This is real. And when she says like keep my good karma of my aesthetic, keep my conscience clear, that's why I'm so magnetic. You gotta understand, like it's super important not to carry hate, resentment, guilt, shame, any of those things in your heart. If you wrong somebody, address it, atone for it, and keep it moving because carrying that bad energy will block the access that you have to your actual inner magic. If you're setting intentions, you're trying to manifest something beautiful, any of that is not quite possible when you're carrying such bad karma, if you want to call it that, if you're carrying such bad energy, your ability to manifest anything um, from your heart is going to be more of a challenge. Okay. Do you hear any clicking? I don't hear any clicking. I don't think I do either. Let if so, you can just you can just mute. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then the the hook, just like magic, just like magic. Middle finger to my thumb, and then I snap it. Just like magic, I'm attractive. I get everything I want because I attract it. And here she is not talking about I'm attractive like I'm cute. Don't get it twisted. She is. Um, but it's not about that. It's not about being attractive in the physical, sexual form. It's about having attractive energy, having an attractive aura. And we'll get into auras sometime soon. But it's really about having that attractive aura about you where I am putting out nothing but positive vibrations. And that is what I'm going to receive back. And it's so my lived experience. I am super conscious about how I interpret every experience that I've had, about how I treat people. And even if what I'm saying goes left or I drop out of love and into something else or into anger, specifically for me, it really is about addressing that because I have got to keep my aura clear of any kind of garbage. I know that I'm on a mission. I know that my purpose is about healing and peace and joy and reconciliation and moving my people forward. I can't do that walking around with a raggedy aura. So, yeah, I get everything I want because I attract it. I am able to speak the, the deepest desires in my heart and know that what I am speaking is divine. It is something that is not outside of myself. It is a vision that is, has been given to me um, and one that I know belongs to me. So when I speak those things I would speak, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to start a school. I'm going to do these things. It is because this is what this is my desire. 
And I know that my desire is in complete alignment with my higher purpose. Um, so yeah, I get everything I want because I attract it. Um, then skipping down a little bit, she says, say it's a little tricky at the top. Gotta keep a slim ego for a thick wallet. And the way this is in the song is like the bridge. So it goes over a lot of people's heads. Losing friends left and right, but I just send them love and light. Um, huge. One, ego must die. You know, in order to make it anywhere and sustain that position, your ego, which has been very necessary for self-protection, you know, is very necessary for us to get to the point where we have been in such a traumatized or broken or hurt or unhealed state, that ego kind of is like, I'm going to be your bodyguard. Uh, but you have to keep that ego slim once you've released all of that in order to be able to stay in that place. Otherwise, you're operating out of assumption. You're operating out of insecurity, out of guilt. You're shaming others or or you're carrying things that just don't need to be carried. And especially, I mean, look, she says it, losing friends left and right, just in a loving light. Sometimes you have to say, like, minimize that ego and say, there's nothing more that I can do for this friend. I am not bigger than your creator. I cannot pull you out of whatever you're in. And and we just are no longer aligned. I And I still love you. That has happened to me multiple times. I still love you. But we're just in different places. Or perhaps we just clash with a, in a way that does not feel good to me. Does not sit well with my spirit. But either way, I love you. I'm just going to love you from over here while you're over there. Um, and then say, I don't want to waste your time on some dumb ish password to your phone. You can miss me with that ish. Redesign your brain. We're going to make some new habits. This is huge. Like when we're talking about relationships, it's not about, I need to see what's in your phone. I need to see who is, um, posting, you know, or who's texting you or any of that stuff that's going on. It's not about that. We have to redesign our brains. We should be in love with ourselves and with one another on a constant basis. So if that's the case, it's not about controlling you by having passwords, not about um, not about assuming the worst of you, not about having to have these things in place to keep you from doing something that's going to hurt me. No, I know that you love me, so you're not going to hurt me, and I love you, so I'm not going to hurt you. And then if hurt happens to come, we will address it at that point, but we're not, like, we've got to get ourselves out of this mentality of controlling someone out, controlling us as a means to not be hurt by them. It just won't ever work. So that was today's, this is what I heard. Thank you all for working with me through it while we figure some things out. I don't know if we're going to be able to see if that. Yeah, but, I'm not sure either. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, I was trying to see if I can hear the like beeping. I can't hear it anymore. Okay. I don't think we just have a troll. <laughs> okay, keep going. So now, now not we sure. are. <laughs> now we're at for Integration Station. Yes. Okay. So Integration Station. Yeah. Can you? Because I can hear my echo uh, on your end. Yeah. So let's see how that works. Don't mind us, y'all. We're going to figure it out. Go mm -hmm. ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay, now I don't hear. Okay, so let's see. 
All right, so integration station. Um, this is the segment where we kind of break down how to integrate more spirituality into your life, how to integrate more love, more healing into your life. I did want to uh, break down uh, what integration actually means, the word integration, the idea behind it. Um, and then also we'll talk about how to do it as well, okay? So integrate, you know, I love my root words in ancient languages, okay? Comes from the word tangere, is there's two parts actually, the prefix in, which means un or not. And then tangere means to touch. Um, so it means basically untouched, okay? To make something whole again, bring parts together, back together. Uh, this is integration. Integration is pulling back all the pieces of learning, of experience, and feeding life back into it. Uh, feeding all of that experience back into your life, back into your light. So when you integrate uh, your reflections uh, with consistency, what happens is they start to line up and then you can start to see your purpose. Uh, you, when you reflect uh, consistently, they start to line up and you can see clearly who you are, uh, what your purpose is and how to go forward in life. It's all about reflection. Um, I kind of thought of it like, like a star, okay? Exploding, when it explodes, it's exploding all the nutrients that's needed for more stars to form, more planets to form, uh, more experience of more vibrations uh, to experience of those planets that all feed into this electromagnetic field that we were talking about. Um, so it's like a self-sustained regeneration. It's like casting a net and then reeling it back in. Integration is like that. Um, like a wave that's crashing ashore and then it gets reeled back in by the ocean each time a drop closer to exploring more land uh, and just bringing back with it all that information. You can call it erosion, but <laughs> um, we'll say that it's integration. Um, reeling all of your lessons back in, all of your, all of your experience back into your light. Um, so how to integrate lessons into healing um, by starting to see life through that more magical lens, okay? This is all supernatural art. You are supernatural art. Um, there's poetry pulsating in the universe uh, via vibrations, okay? And so I kind of wanted to talk uh, kind of more like a prologue to integration again. So when you give meaning and significance to the appearance of, you know, our flash of light here on earth that we call life, you know, we're just a flash of light in this experience um, and wherever else our, our soul uh, leads us to. Um, it's acknowledging, surrendering that we are a part of something greater, um, that you're just a fractal of a fractal of a fractal. You're a reflection of a reflection of a reflection. You can see it in how children look like their parents, for example, okay? Reflection of a reflection. Um, the universe provides all of the integration that you'll ever need. Uh, you just have to be conscious of it. You have to be aware of it. You have to reflect and then you can expand, Ex uh, aware, reflect, expand, aware, reflect, expand. And this is how you transcend, this is how you grow and you continue to uh, become more and more conscious. Um, so experiment, uh, ex integrating this uh, spiritual awareness, um, I like to think of it as pulling back from that and realizing that you are integration. Remember I was talking about the earth and all the little hairs and pores on my skin and everything. You are integration. You are the you're you are an expression of the earth. 
helping the earth heal by expressing, uh, healing towards your purpose, whatever it is, when your purpose is being carried out, it's literally integrating planetary healing, collective healing, we all heal. When one person heals, we all heal. When a forest is cut down and burned, we all suffer in some chain or some link on this whole chain that we're on. Um, so some ways to go out and, uh, and integrate um, healing, integrate love, um, for me personally, these are just my personal um, suggestions. Go out and be in nature. Um, like we rescheduled the whole show to today because yesterday for the first day in a while in Indiana, it was sunny out and India's like, I need to get out, you know? So I'm like, girl, you better go. That's my first uh, point on how to integrate. Go out and be in nature. Go out and get sunshine, get sunlight, get those light codes absorbed in you, get your system upgraded, your spirit upgraded. Um, go out and be in nature. Spring is here in North America. You immerse yourself in nature, go breathe some fresh air somewhere, go listen to the sounds of nature, sound of water. This is why people love nature. I mean, because we are nature. Um, go stand on a mountaintop if there's mountains near you, go smell pine trees in the forest, feel your feet on some grass, hug a tree, something like get your Pocahontas on. Like paint with all the colors of the wind, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious though. I had a Pocahontas Barbie doll when I was little. I loved her. Anyway. I, uh, <laughs> I love that. And I love that your mom got you a Pocahontas Barbie doll. Yeah. <laughs> One time my my best friend at the time, remember Tyler Marzullo? I remember Tyler Marzullo. People's <laughs> names like that. Just <laughs> first last name. I don't know his little name. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I remember he came over. My brother was mad at me. I didn't want him to play with us. And so he, he tried to uh, he tried to expose my hidden Barbie doll because, you know, I would hide it when the boys would come over. <laughs> he tried to expose it, and my mom lied for me. She was like, oh, you know that's your cousin. Oh, your mom is a real one. Yeah. Oh, I love her. <laughs> like you're not about to do my firstborn like that mm. all right anyways <laughs> thank you mom um so anyways go out and be in nature get your pocahontas on um create something all of this is supernatural creation you are creation all of this is creation with light codes that give it the, the way that it's supposed to express and manifest physically okay you are nature so go out and be in nature um, go out and create something because you are creation. Uh, to create is to tap into this high energy, this you know high gift. I also have like a you know like celebrities, people that create not just you know a singing or dancing or acting, but like celebrities who have this you know high gift, a high talent, athletics, intellect, all of these things that we celebrate. Mm -hmm. They're celebrated people because they they are tapped in, their spirit is tapped into this creating uh, force. You know what I mean? That's, that's why exactly we look at them like, wow. Is. That's yeah. why we're in wow of them and we celebrate them. Oh, poor baby got blocked. I'm sorry. Best of luck. <laughs> uh, I just saw the, <laughs> I don't know what that was, but thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so create something. Sometimes you need boundaries. You got to block. Um, right, okay, you need so boundaries. Like that was absolutely <laughs> exercising boundaries, and it's not about hate, like love and light. But it was kind of, it was just a bit much. It was, it was just a bit yeah. much. But we love her and wish her the sure best. <laughs> the best. Um, 
be of service to someone you know when you're of service to someone you spark someone else's fire you wake up someone else's humanity or they actually wake it up in you when you serve someone else mm -hmm. um share yourself share your journey practice opening your heart um reach out a hand to someone and then reach back for someone else that's reaching out for you that's the link in the chain you know that we're going to talk about later about transcendence you know it's reaching out for help and then reaching back for someone else behind you who needs that help yes. um yeah be of service to someone I'll, I'll never forget i was in i want to say i was like a junior in college i was working at the uh the textbook shop helping new freshmen find their books and stuff like this this one girl came up just just rattled like i can't find this book and <laughs> I need it for this class. And I was just like, oh, I know exactly where that book is. And I was like, follow me. And we went to the aisle and she found the book, just the gratitude that she expressed and the, you know, her color changed, you know, like mm -hmm. her physical color just beamed and she was so happy and so thankful. I'll never forget that feeling. It's something as simple as that. Like I helped this girl on her way, on her education journey. And she's just, I, I'll never forget that. I, if you're watching, whoever you were out there, like, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> hey, you know, girl. That, that, hey, girl. Hey, girl. How was the class? <laughs> Look. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, be of service to someone. Um, a few other things, okay? Talk to your body. Um, this is something that's new to me personally. Uh, as someone who used to perform, I used to sing and dance professionally, act. And, uh, I, you know, with that comes a lot of like stretching. You're very in your body, you lift your body. It needs to be flexible, nimble, in shape, ready to go, whatever project you're working on. And then lately, I, uh, about over this past year, I kind of, as I was like losing weight and going to the gym and, you know, getting in shape again and uh, training myself, I started to realize like, I kind of lost touch with my body. And then I started to go even further and learn to talk to my body. Like literally, what is it a word? Auditorily? <laughs> What's the word today? This one now is before. Auditorum, I believe, you know. Really I mean like audibly, you audibly speak to your body. Audibly. There's the word, audibly. Come on, thank you. I got you. <laughs> reaching a hand out and I'm reaching for Come on. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being of service. <laughs> Anytime. So, <laughs> literally, audibly speak to your body. The vibrations of your voice echo through your entire being. Your cells vibrate, react. You know, it's, it's all there already just by speaking with your body. And then when you move your body, your body speaks back to you. When you mm -hmm. move, let you know where it's hurting, what's going on. You know, so when you establish that connection and you are talking to your body and listening to your body, it's a two-way street, then you you can, you know, like you kind of lose all these other things that you started to learn, you know, just by being unconscious of your body. Um, eating when you're full or, you know, you just become more in tune when your body, with your body. Um, you know, I feel like dance, if if body is the if body speaks when it dances when it moves this is why we love dance we love to see people dance we love to dance you know our body gets to speak it's one of the most beautiful speakings of the human body mm -hmm. dance that's why er everybody loves to dance everybody loves to dance we love to watch dancers we love to dance um yeah it's like a it's a body speaking 
And um, the last thing is define what you stand for, okay? So when you define these points that you stand for, uh, you can maintain alignment once you know what those things are, okay? So you maintain your alignment in whatever you have integrity in. Integrity, coming back to that word, uh, that Latin meaning wholeness, um, integration, you bring the parts back to a whole. Uh, so define what you stand for. Is it growth? Is it compassion? Is it acceptance, love, peace? Those are just some of the things for me that I defined over this past year and that I try to stay in those things no matter who I'm interacting with, whatever situation comes out. You know, when you, the more solid you stand in those, uh, then you won't be able to get knocked out of your alignment and then you maintain your integrity. Um, all of these things can help you tap into your light, okay? Talking to your body, stand, define what you stand for, being of service, go create, go be in nature. Um, those things are gonna help you tap in your light, tap in your joy, your bliss. And you're gonna, the more you become familiar with that feeling, that glow, that warm feeling that's inside, that's your energy signature that you're just coming to be conscious of, the more that that is recognizable and defined, it's gonna be easier for you to locate so you can expand and contract, okay? Expand, contract. Again, this is the universe. The universe is gonna throw all these things at you regardless until you get there. Um, but the universe provides all the integration you'll ever need. You just have to be conscious of it. And again, be aware, reflect, so you can expand and then repeat. Yeah. Yeah, and being conscious of it is really hard when we are clouded with the pain. You know, when there's so much that is on top of our light. And that's why this podcast is about more than anything healing. You know, it all comes down to saying like, hey, like heal with us. One, know that you are bigger greater and like you have a capacity that is beyond whatever pain that you're experiencing and you don't have to be stuck in it and then once you get out of that then you start to actually see the beauty in the poetry of the universe and of your life you it's hard to appreciate anything being poetic when you are hurting it's really difficult mm -hmm. to see the beauty in anything when you cannot see the beauty in yourself and that goes so far beyond our outer beauty but just the beauty in our design uh yeah it's, it's just hard to do so that's what we say it starts with the healing and that's why you have so many people who experience church hurt or so many people who are like no like if god loved me then i wouldn't have experienced all these things it's like no we cannot mm -hmm. let's not be victims and I understand why and how we get there. But if we peel back those layers, then we can get back to, because I am absolutely divine, this is why I had these experiences, because it was to build me for this. And now I'm, I'm resenting those experiences. And that's where we fall short. Yeah. Thank you for that. Anything else to add? Yeah. Um, no. Um, should we go into our listener letter that we had? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, oh, I mean, I guess I can, I'll read it. Look, you did, I'll read the question mm -hmm. and then um, you have the knowledge base. You did the research, honey. <laughs> but this is from Adrian. <laughs> hey, Adrian, if you're watching or if you listen or watch later, um, he commented this last week, but we uh, didn't have our 
comment situation together so we didn't see it until after and this actually the question itself took some thought anyway because i mean we really had to talk through it so mm -hmm. we wouldn't have been able to answer it on the spot uh, but last week this was a comment that he made i forget what we're talking about but it was i'm sure just integrating what we're learning into our lives um and adrian wrote this is a transcending conversation transcendence can be minuscule sometimes but still is a link in the continuous chain of life how do you both encourage people to realize they are a link in the chain does transcendence look different for each individual in individual is it tough convincing people because transcendence is not immediately seen but felt over time Oof. this could be just something they personally have to overcome love to hear our thoughts all right yeah i mean so i want to start before we even get into what you came up with just thinking about adrian saying like, this seems to be something that people have to come to um over time or they have to come to it on their own and it could feel like we're forcing transcendence upon people i absolutely I'm insisting upon some transcendence from people because we don't have time, you know, like time is of the essence. And if we're just continuing yeah. to be the sum of all of our trauma in a way that is holding us back from our greatness, every time someone does not realize their purpose in this thing that we call like life, then humanity suffers. And I tell people that constantly, like they are waiting for you they is humanity all of it they're waiting for you you know they're waiting for me they're waiting for brandon they're waiting for every one of us we are all waiting for one another to transcend you know we are all waiting for mm -hmm. one another to say oh my gosh i have been operating entirely out of pain for quite some time and when i assume that is coming from a place of pain when I judge someone, that's coming from a place of pain. When I hold myself back from pursuing the deepest desires of my heart, when I keep myself from actually even hearing, seeing, or acknowledging the deepest desires of my heart, that is pain, and I can be beyond that. Um, we need that. We need that from all of you. That is the actual point of this situation. Yeah. You know, like that's the, that's the yeah. point of it. Absolutely. I so agree. Uh, it, you we must call each other to transcend. You know what I mean? We must, as we reach forward, as we said before, reaching forward our hand, we must reach back and, and ask, like, take my hand. Like, yes. come with me if you want to live. <laughs> right. And then, like, I'm just now learning to, like, not be so aggressive about it. It's like, sis, come with me. You know, like, please come with me. And then it turns yeah. into, like, okay, you're not coming with me. Like, you want to be miserable. And then it's like, okay, India, you got to find, uh, there has to be a better way than telling people they want to be miserable. <laughs> that can't. Where, where, <laughs> it's growth. You know, like, I have to grow, too but it's like at this point yes we are desperate for everyone to come with us and like whatever i have to say whatever we need to do and however we need to break it down for you to know that you are not what you see right now you are not this is not who you are who you really are is just covered by a bunch of stuff that you had no choice in and even because we carry so much shame about the things that we did out of a place of pain it's not, I don't think it's like scapegoating it by saying I had no choice in that either. 
I was not, my heart, my soul, my spirit was not making the decision to treat you the way that, that I did or my to treat myself the mm -hmm. way that I did. That was not of me. That was a product of my tribe that we talked about. Yeah, so, so it is just very important for us to figure out how we can help you all transcend. All right, you can take it from there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, yeah, extending your hand out, not yanking the wrist. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it is hard because because people don't want to listen. You know, they'll. I learned that a long time ago by just being observant of myself. It's just like you're kind of ready when you're ready. Like when you're ready to hear it is when you're ready to hear it. But it doesn't mean that we shouldn't try and doesn't mean mm -hmm. we shouldn't extend a hand out. Um, you know, so I started to kind of think about transcend, to transcend, to move beyond, to rise above. Um, I kind of visualize it as, you know, shedding layers. But as you're shedding layers and expanding, you're really coming back into your light. It's like a expanding out, but also at the same exact time, like honing back in, tuning mm -hmm. back in. Um, yeah. And, and your truth, um, your truth is your light and you expand into that by shedding those layers of what you're talking about, of those things that made you your, your mask, uh, that you've been, that's been carved out for you by your environment and your culture, uh, and your experiences, removing that and coming back to your truth and walking in your truth as you expand and you grow and you learn and, um, that inner freedom that you get when you do that, that pulsates out and that ignites other people. So that's, this is how we're all linked when it's transcendence. You know what I mean? If it's really coming from a place of love, of light, people really do feel that. Like, I feel like even kids as a teacher, kids know when you're just barking at them mm -hmm. and when something you're saying to them is coming from a place that you really care. Like kids can tell the difference. 100%. And, they yeah, also can tell you know, again, authenticity that, from inauthenticity. And kids really, mm -hmm. they do not want to listen to anybody fake. You know, if you are playing pretend right. you're wearing a mask, they can see right through that and you've lost them yeah. before you ever even had a chance. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep it real. Um, so transcendence to me, you know, in let's say two people are these continental plates. I'm trying to kind of reflect it like symmetrically to the physical world, how the physical world transcends, you know, mountains, these two continental plates, they push against each other and, you know, form the Himalayas. And that's that's what transcendence is between each of, each, each of us, you know, we smash into each other and then we grow into something higher collectively, individually, um, a star exploding out in its nutrients for future stars. This is how we're all connected, those links in the chain. Um, removing that mask of separation, the character, the ego, those fears that you have that are illusions and just uh, a product of your thoughts. Uh, and then coming, it's like reversing back away from that separation. You know, if you can say if God, source, the universe uh, manifested all these different expressions to expand in multiple endless ways uh it's a it's kind of coming back to that to transcend is a is coming back uh to reverse back into wholeness um 
walk in your truth, expand out curiously. All of these are all paths lead to transcendence. I have a funny story really quick. So we, when I went to the ocean the other day, I went with my husband and I'm more of the dive right in and he's more of the slow, like, <laughs> let me just take 10 minutes to get in the water. And I literally said to him, I was like, huh, I'll be damned if all paths don't lead to transcendence. Like you don't get wet eventually, right. your head's gonna be underwater. You know what I mean? But it's just like, you might as well dive in. And it's just two different, you know, kind but of- Like that is, this, it describes <laughs> us, right? Cause we're like, oh, like, let me just dive into this thing. Like, let me dive into healing. Let me dive into this yeah. thing and like, see where it takes me yeah. because I have a feeling it's gonna take me somewhere pretty great. But then we have to understand mm -hmm. most people are like, you know, let me put a toe in. Let me see. Yeah. And I like, but I you know what? Go ahead. Oh, I'll go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, yeah, it's just, just saying, about it works. Though, yeah. Yeah. And we need those different expressions as well. You know what I mean? We need that diversity of feeling, a process of, you know, so I get it. But I just thought that was interesting. I was like, oh. Come on, life, teach it right. in real time. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then, you know, if you don't reach transcendence, I mean, it's a continual thing, transcendence. So you're energ energetically loop around back into it until you vibe higher, until you reflect and expand, you know? Mm -hmm. So all paths lead to transcendence and we just got to help each other because like you said, time is wasted. Reminds me of this Erica Badu song. Time's wasted. Come, Come on, on sing. Like, let Erica go. Go listen to that song, Erica Badu. I don't know the title actually, but that's what I thought of. It is wasting. We need to reach out a hand and pull some up, so someone else up behind us. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's because. Oh, I. Go ahead. Oh, go go ahead, all you actually, sorry. So when you think about transcendence and how it should be and is inevitable, it's like we when we refuse to transcend beyond whatever moment or experience, we are choosing to suffer. You know, pain is inevitable, mm -hmm. suffering is a choice. We know that. So if I am just going to continue to let the same trigger, the same experience, the same reminder loop around again and again and again, and every time I become more and more a victim, more and more ashamed, more and more full of guilt, then I'm actually never allowing myself to transcend. And that's the point of it. And if we don't see it like that, it's, oh, all these bad things keep happening to me. You know, like it's, I can't catch a break. And with that mentality, we are choosing to stay in that place of pain we are choosing suffering over transcendence we're choosing suffering over peace choosing suffering over joy when really the next time i encourage you well there's somebody who's gonna i know this video is gonna find the person or this podcast is gonna find the person it's supposed to i encourage you the next time it happens the next time you are triggered the next time you have that conversation or you have that feeling stop and think about the root of it. Think about the very first time you had that feeling. Think about the very first time you assumed this about someone or you felt this way about yourself and go back to that place and understand with these grown person eyes and all the knowledge that you have now that that experience was not indicative of your character, even the 
or your essence, I should say, because it, it is indicative of your character in that moment, but your essence or the essence of the person who may have inflicted that upon you, because that person also has been just an expression of trauma for quite some time. So you have to choose, you say it to yourself. I am choosing transcendence. I am choosing, excuse me, I am choosing to grow from this moment this time. I am choosing to make something beautiful out of it this time. And it's possible. All you have to do is choose that and stick with it. I so agree. That's such great advice. Really, take it's about stopping being aware of what's happening, reflecting on it immediately, and then so you can expand out of that. You really have to learn how to pause. Um, yes, choose transcendence. So another way I think we can choose be uh, we can transcend is to again be of service to someone, do something nice for someone, um, an act of love for someone. Uh, this is how you serve yourself. Uh, this is the magic that's between us, that electricity between us that we can all feel. Um, other human beings are magical. You are magical. You're a magical light of love, love that is a creation, uh, a spirit driving your body with gifts, talents, um, wisdom, stories. Uh, we're all creators, lovers, fathers, mothers, and uh, there's curious people out there just like you. Uh, we're, in this way, we're all the same. We're all one. And uh, when we serve the other, we serve ourselves truly. And lately, I finding I find myself wondering like what people look like, uh, like as a baby or as a small child. Like I literally try to envision it, and it's so fun. It's such a fun little like mini game I play just daily. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like my heart softens though towards mm -hmm. them, and not in the context of not in like a condescending way, you know, like but. I really feel like when I look at them as though like, I wonder what they look like as a child. I feel like it's just some kind of compassion. Mm -hmm. And there's a, you know, because that innocence, that soul still lives in there. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just packed on some layers throughout life, layers of protection mm -hmm. of, you know, life happens. So use your imagination. That would be my advice. Use your imagination. You want to transcend, use your imaginations, play along. Um, you know, we all used to play when we were kids. So th those little mini games alone that you play in your head, it's not really a game. It's just, it's just what it is. It's just fun. Uh, we identify a lot with our body. We look in the mirror that's, that's, we think that's me. That's, that's what all I see, but no baby, like you're a soul <laughs> manifested here physically yes. and we can see each other as magic and be of service to each other and help each other transcend. And our soul does not change from the moment that we are cooked. You know what I mean? From the moment that we are cooked, our soul doesn't shift. Like, it's not like your soul, it might be covered. Some of the people say like it, her soul has darkened. And I can't say, it's not that the soul itself darkens. It's that our light has darkened. It's, a, it's that there's so much on top of it that is clouding it, that is skewing it, but your soul does not change. So the same soul, it is a great practice to look at someone and see them or think about who they were as a child because they're that same soul. 
They are, I'm going to talk to that soul, that soul before it ever cheated on anybody, that soul before it ever committed a crime, that soul before it ever made some petty post on social media. You know, like I'm going to go through past all of that because that's not, that's not your essence. That's not who you are. You are not the person who made a petty post about me on, on Facebook. You know, you are a soul with <laughs> desires. You are a soul with aspirations and delight and there are things that have happened mm -hmm. to you that have then dimmed that and that's not i can't hate you for that because there are things that happen to me yeah. and there are things that happen to all of us and then we're carrying the memories of all of our ancestors so it's just a lot well it's not my responsibility to see you as a sum of all of those things but to look at you and see that innocence of your soul because that has never ever changed right yeah your true essence love that so yeah that's transcendence uh, and from my perspective and that's how i transcend so and literally we are brandon and i are choosing transcendence like every single day by doing this you know <laughs> like that is what mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. for us and i love that ashley commented i'm choosing transcendence and like, let's make that a thing, you know, like I am choosing transcendence. I am not going to be stuck in this moment. I'm not a victim of the universe. Like literally, there's no way, there's no way that your creator put mm -hmm. that much effort into just having you live a miserable life. That's just not how any of this a works. A little small, little flame, you know, tooting through. No, no, <laughs> you're to be bright, to shine bright to yes. set others fire to set the world on fire i mean not literal fire but spiritual fire yes okay so now we've come to the hill that heal that i'm so country uh <laughs> heal that it's <laughs> my favorite part because it gives me permission to binge watch so um reality tv <laughs> and i just love the way that everything is so perfectly timed and how you and i really just don't we literally just don't trip you know like yesterday when i sent you that video like i need to go play outside can we move it and you're like yes absolutely and then you say like this is perfect because xyz and i'm like oh, it's also perfect for me because of this and then today i happen to i i know that i'm tapped in now in a way where i just I can follow, I know when I am being guided in a direction and I just go with it like, oh, okay. So today I'm supposed to sit and binge watch Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion. There's something in it, you know, like there's something for me to watch here. And I today, that's what I did. I spent the entire, you know, not the entire day, but quite a few hours binging that entire season. And it was like the first episode was like, I know why I'm here. And then it just got more, more and more evident throughout um, the season. But it's, I guess this one, I'm going to title this message, Black Girl Magic. But it, because that is what we saw happening on that show. But it really is the magic of forgiveness and vulnerability. Oh my gosh. And we saw so many examples of it. So many examples of people just deciding, I am not going to continue to operate in pain. And I know like I've been, I think about social, social media and um, what is it like entertainment in general in these two categories, I guess reality TV and social media. I think about it, you have the entertainment and then you have the entertainers. So you have entertainers like Beyonce, Janet Jackson, 
um, them, you know, entertainers, and then you have the entertainment. And a lot of times the entertainment, um, these people who are on these reality shows and they're kind of just like a hot mess publicly because that's how they get their paycheck. Like if I just have my life together, then where do y'all gonna have to talk about? You know, I don't, I'm not gonna have a spot on this show. So they have to choose to continue to be the entertainment in this way where their life, the life that they live is actual entertainment for those watching. And so then it's on us as the viewers to stop being entertained by people's pain. And there are a few women and, you know, like I'm not going to name names, but there are a few people, not even just women, but people in reality TV who are public displays of trauma. Like, that's what they are. And they get paid to be these public displays of trauma in this way where other traumatized people get to look at them and be like, well, at least I'm not them. Or, like, they're they're bad or just as bad as I am or even worse than I am. And it makes us feel better about ourselves. And at least with VH1, I can really appreciate that it's somebody up in VH1 who's on what we own. And they're like, no, we are going to actually put them in position to heal. So that moving forward, we're not perpetuating this. We're going to do something different. I'm seeing that with a couple of the shows that they have coming out. Um, but there's these two women who have been public displays of trauma for quite some time on TV. Like being, not being genuine, not addressing their pain, not healing has been their bread and butter. And their friends, but they don't know how to be friends to one another because they've not had genuine relationships in their lives in general they don't have a genuine relationship with themselves so you have carly red who's saying to sierra like you're not the you're you know you haven't been the friend that i want you to be or um i went to the blogs because you said this or you know i made that post because you did this and neither of them knows how to just love one another because they're still they're still in a place where they're struggling to love themselves um, and I'm just hearing them talking. Sierra said, I don't want to be this person. I want to be better. And she was very apologetic. And it's like, yeah, she probably was running to the blogs or making posts, taking shots at Carly because she was assuming she was judging. She was judging herself or she was judging that friend. So let me protect myself. I'm going to do that thing that I've learned how to do where it's like, I know it's just about me. It's, you know, nobody cares about me. I don't care about them. So I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to take the higher road. I am going to take a shot if you took a shot. And that is just what was happening. And at the same time, we see Carly Red's daughter, Jasmine, who's like, I really just want my mother around. She's 26 years old. And she's basically begging Carly, please, please just be my mom. I want to spend time with you. And Carly is like, Everything you don't understand, everything I did for you, it was um, to provide for you. You got a Rolex, you have this, like you're so spoiled. And her, she's like, All I want is time. You know, Jasmine, just I, all I want is a mom who has time for me. But Carly is not in a place to receive that because there's a lot of pain that's carried with having your mom raise your kids. And she was a model, she's all these things in the industry. We don't know what women went through in the industry back in the 90s, but she's just carrying so much pain where it blocks her from being able to really be genuine and address it. 
and choose love in these moments. There's not a material good that can be bought for her daughter that will replace the presence and unconditional love that her daughter is desiring from her. And I really want for Carly, and we kind of saw the beginnings of it. One of the things that I've always known about Carly, watching her on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, you're not going to get Carly's soul. A lot of them, you get their actual story, you get their you get their experiences, their pain, what they're going through. With her, it's always veiled because there's a lot of pain. She's just not comfortable addressing it. And now we can see how it's impacting her friendships. We can see how it's impacting her relationship with her daughter. And it's like now is the time where you really have to choose to address those things and heal beyond them. And we saw it also with um, Yandy and Mendeecee's uh, mom, where Mendeecee's is... I mean, he grew up like he said, like he was trained to sell drugs before anything else. Before he even knew what drugs were, he was like carrying them like as a six year old. So he stands up and he's like sharing this. He's been in prison. He spent a lot of time in prison. And, you know, you could tell he's a good man. Um, and he's sharing. I, I had a very rough childhood. I had to do a lot of things to survive. And his mom was not trying to hear that. She was not at all because she still carries so much shame with it. Where she, her son did not have that space to just address his childhood, address the ways that he created this persona in order to protect himself. And now he's ready to shed that persona and just be a person who is love and light, basically. His mom was like, no, no, like, mind your business. Like, don't be telling the people on TV at that. Don't tell them my business. And he's like... I, you overcame it. And this is just a conversation I had with my mom where I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know where life is, is going to take me, but I know life is going to take me somewhere where it's my responsibility to share my story. All of it, all the bits and pieces of it. I don't ever want you to think that is me shaming you or, you know, like hating you at all. It is ingratitude that I share these experiences because I overcame them. I am this person, despite all those things that we went through. And it is my responsibility now to share those lessons learned. And I'm grateful for the parenting that you provided based on the experiences that you had. So it, it's just really important for parents in general to know that when your child is trying to heal, when your, when your child is trying to get through this gunk, so they can just be the most divine versions of themselves. It's not an attack on you. It's not. It's never an attack on you. And if it is, that means that they are hurting. Because no kid really, truly wants to beef with, with their parents. You know, that's just not a thing. No, There's no way I would ever want to not have a relationship with my parents if I don't, if I choose to not have a relationship, it's because I have to choose what is healthiest for me in this moment. But it'll always be what's healthiest that I have. Whole, healthy, joyful, peaceful parents so that we can exist together. That's everyone's desire. If we could just acknowledge that, if everyone could just be on that page of, at the end of the day, I don't want to hate you. I don't want to dislike you. I want to love you. Um, so we did see that with Carly Red and Sierra, but we didn't see it with Carly Red and her daughter because that's a really painful one for her. That that's a deep pain that she's you know, and I get it. And I'm not ready to address that one. But when Carly Red and Sierra were able to like 
get over that hump both of them said i felt a weight lift like i just feel so much lighter and it's like why like we see it we know that this is happening we know that when we heal we elevate in the way they said that i feel so much lighter and then go further into the season little scrappy and erica dixon his baby mom finally go through the same thing and and he's like he was avoiding it like he was avoiding having that conversation with erica their daughter is 15 years old it's been heavy beef for years i mean like years it's been heavy beef and so he's like i'm not doing that and then he watched his wife bambi and his daughter's mom erica decide okay like if he's not gonna do it i have to do it this is what bambi said as a wife i have to do it and she went to erica and she's like i just want us to be able to parent and together and i don't want this i don't want this thing that's happening the energy is bad and you know like let's just move beyond that if i said and did things that hurt you i apologize i'm not carrying it i don't want you to carry it either and both of them like lifted you we, you could see it you know it's just so magical you could see this thing happening and then little scrappy's watching and he's like man women are like women are so much better than men like we have to get it together because i just watched these two women do this thing that i could not do and then he said i have no choice now and he just lit up he's like i want us all i want us all to be okay and then they're taking like a family picture together and it was just this beautiful magical moment over and over again of people just acknowledging forgiving and healing and then elevating and i just hope that that continues so yeah that is my um my heal that for the day i guess i don't even really have too much i just want carly to heal in general so that her daughter can get the mom that she desires and deserves but everybody else i'm proud of them look if we can all watch um reality tv like you <laughs> that's great that is really great seriously i mean these are just like they're just like lessons for people really I mean, you can turn it, it can be entertainment, but if you have it in that lens that you're looking at it, you know what I mean? You can just see it as a live lesson of like, you know, how to overcome, how to transcend, how to like heal, literally. Cause that's yes, all we is. watched all these people is, transcend so on TV. You know, we saw it. So yeah, mm -hmm. totally recommended. VH1, yeah. send me something, send me a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so now we did have some homework. We do have some homework this time. So, Brandon, you want to share the homework? <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Okay, so we were talking um, We were talking about our inner child. And we have our weekly meeting. And um, was it I saw a picture of you. I, I saw, like, a, I forget what grade you were in. Can you? Yeah, you wait. showed me a picture. That one right there it's kind of is far sitting away, but right yeah. across from me. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And we were just like, I, 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 it brought up um, the moment that I realized, like, when I was looking at a baby picture of myself. Maybe we'll post like those pictures on our, um, yeah, on our uh, page. So uh, this little baby, I'm like, oh, that's still inside of me. I just grew like a shell around it, basically. I just grew up, but. You know what I mean? Like all of my experiences and happenings and everything just kind of 
you know, just kind of threw on top of me as clothes and layers and layers, but deep inside that inner child is still there. Mm -hmm. And so we just thought it would be really uh, helpful uh, on your healing experience, you guys at home to find a picture of yourself, uh, find a time before you lost your innocence. You know, you can kind of see it in some people's eyes, that lightness or or darkness. and have a conversation with that kid, that picture, find a picture of yourself when you were innocent, young, and have a conversation with it. Literally ask it questions, whatever, this is where you are your own guide. Whatever pops up in your head to ask, that's gonna be the right question to ask. You don't have to think about, what do I ask? Whatever pops up for you is gonna be what you ask and then keep being curious, keep asking questions and then come back to us and see what, tell us what that experience was like. (laughs) Yes, you can send us an email about it or you can just come back next week Mm -hmm. and drop a comment about that. And I'm telling you, I have, so across from this desk right here, I have my picture from kindergarten because she definitely had that light in her eyes. And then I have, the pictures of every human who comes after me and my family. So my little sister, I think it's her third birthday. And then all seven of my nephews and my niece, all of them in my baby picture are right there because this is why I do this thing. It is because of that dream, that vision that little baby India had for herself, that light that she had, that joy, that love before all the pain started kicking in and before she started learning what being a victim felt like and it, and even honestly like some of the benefits of feeling like a victim and my nephews and my niece and my little sister for me has just been all about how can i be a better version of myself how can i contribute to this thing so that they don't have to go through the hell that i've gone through or that i've seen people go through so just staying in touch with that innocence and of yourself and of the innocence of those around you, I think really, really helps you keep a clear picture of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I so agree. So yeah, come back and tell us, email us, uh, write a comment, come back to this video, however you want to do it. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, Again, find a picture of yourself as a child of your innocent self, your most innocent picture you can find and really have a conversation. What comes up? What questions do you have for that child? What question does that child have for you as a fully developed, you know, however old you are? (laughs) Yes. And make it meaningful. Nobody's judging you because there's no love and judgment. If you're judging yourself, if judgment comes up while you're having this conversation with your younger self, then pause and investigate Mm. why you would possibly be judging Mm. yourself for having a conversation with yourself there's something there so do not allow judgment to keep you between doing this thing don't allow shame to keep you from doing this thing that will we promise it will spark something in you you know like there's just no way around it when Mm -hmm. you're having a conversation with baby you full of innocence and hope and love something's gonna come up and that's Mm -hmm. what you'll need yeah okay well that this concludes today's episode we got through it it was a little bit the middle was a little bit shaky but we made it (laughs) and we're still learning (laughs) you know like we one thing about this we didn't we had the idea on a friday and and saturday we were 
doing this. You know what I mean? And this is not meant to be perfect. Like this is not meant mm-hmm. to to be anything other than us just like helping people heal. You know, we continue to follow our bliss and do this out of love. We know that we will rise to be able to impact the amount of people who need to be impacted by us or to make sure that whoever hears us, who needs to hear us, will hear us. But that does not mean it is professional or perfect. Okay. You know, like we're this right, is not what we right. do. We're we are doing, we are learning as we go and I'm fine. It's in the making. That. Right. It's yeah. in the making. Transcending as we go. Transcending Love as it. we go. And y'all just get to be here with us. Y'all in the mud with us. So then when we're like on TV mm-hmm. or something, selling out stadiums. You can say you were with us when <laughs> you knew us when, especially your mom. She's a real one. We got to appreciate you so much. Love, sure is. Thank you, mom. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, everybody. So um, oh. we are going to go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we're going to, we're doing it um, on Sundays now. Keep a lookout during the week. We're going to be having, you know, a little posting reminders of the next coming show. Uh, episode three is going to air on Sunday of next week. Uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, we appreciate you so much. We're so grateful for however many viewers we have. It's not about the viewers at all. Like, we hope that you take some knowledge and expand your light inside and then go off in your direction and do the same thing, like a domino effect. So thank you all for watching. Thank you all for participating. Uh, We love you all. India, I love you. And we'll see you you. next week. All right. See you next week. Bye.